Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 7, Episode 10, titled The Kennedy Davenport Center Honors Hall of Shame. Oh, Shade. Hall of Shade. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two amazing co-hosts. First, from the podcast, Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo, please say... I can't remember his name. <laughs> to Nathan Brown. Hello, Nathan Brown. Hey, Joe. How are you? You're back from your multi-week break from uh, from good old um, Europe. Europe, eh? Bonjour, lady. Bonjour, lady. Yeah, and by the way, if you wanted to hear Nathan disparage people from Europe, you can do that over at um, patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Of all the countries you went to, Nathan, which was your least favorite? I will say France. Which is a great place, but I had been there before, so I was doing, like, not the top-tier tourist stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't go see the Mona Lisa, I went and saw the other shit. So that's yeah. why it was my least favourite. Oh. Because you were complaining about the people first. Oh, they're the worst. Were they they're rude the worst. to you? They're so rude. They just, like, look right through you. They're not nice. Yeah. Well, they hate tourists, and I think, like, yeah. that's nothing new. But mm-hmm. they're nasty bits of work, the old French. Yeah. yeah no yeah, offense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know French if we have any people. French people. I don't think any French people who listen. I should look. They I don't mean, listen because they do... they're not cultured. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, for this show, uh, <laughs> they don't break it down. They they break it down by country for us. Um, all right. I would introduce. So let me tell everyone what's happening. Oh yeah. I want to introduce our next co-host, but. As is usually the case with this co-host, there's drama, right? So mm-hmm. she's having a Peloton delivered as we speak, okay? And Peloton did a dropped a bombshell on her just a few minutes ago. <laughs> and they asked for an unreasonable piece of information. <laughs> they asked her for her Wi-Fi password, and now she and her fiancé, Star are desperately trying to find their Wi-Fi password. So let me just say it. And from Bloody Podcast, please say, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know where they go. To, <laughs> to Laurie Rockingcamp. Hello, Laurie Rockingcamp. We're not oh, hearing she's on you. Mute. Hello. Oh, oh, there we go. Hello, there she is. Seamless. Seamless. Did you get your uh, Wi-Fi password? I did not know. So what do you, what do you, what, do you, what do you plan to do when the um uh, cry? I don't know. You're just gonna tell him, look, like it's it's a inside joke of a password, but I forget it. But it was clever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, we laughed. Oh boy, did we laugh. How does one reset you? I mean, there must be a way without I found calling it. the I company. Found it. I found it. Oh, you found. Okay. Okay. Hold on one second. 
Okay. Lori, this is very big news. Lori has found her Wi-Fi password. So she did write it it down somewhere. Okay. All right. So no. uh, I'm not going to say what it is, but it's a TV show that I, n- I n- d- haven't watched in years. Why would that mm-hmm. be? <laughs> Just RuPaul's tell us. Drag Race. Uh, Degrassi. Why would Yeah. <clears throat> but nice. it's a this reference is- to the TV show Degrassi. Yeah, yeah. This is what we've been dealing with the entire time on Just Between Us Girls. So if you're missing that kind of content, go over to patreon.com slash afterthought media join the executive level also what you could do if you're an apple podcast just scroll right up and uh, hit subscribe and you, you'll get it right the same time that everybody gets it right in your apple podcast feed do that today oh by the way and i mentioned this before i put the link last time everything that we've done through 2020 is available to you to listen to free of charge we'll call it freemium if you will ha 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 maybe you'll fall in love with the content be like you know what i'm gonna sign up over at patreon.com slash all right you guys should there's a lot of good i i mean i'm not gonna toot my own horn but <laughs> i modded a lot so well somebody told me somebody told me they called me and said that they've been listening to a lot of the old content uh themselves but they'll pick a whole show so they'll listen to all of fighting prince charming or they'll listen to all of sydney gays or all of you know uh murder tonight you know they listen to all these shows. So. Oh yeah, I do it a lot too because I like to hear the sound of my own voice. So. I, I I I can listen to a show the week it comes out, and then after that week is done, I can never listen to it again. Oh really? It's really weird. See, mm-hmm. I'll I'll listen to it and I'll be like, <laughs> I'm funny. So. Yeah, we have that's... a thing called Afterthought Radio, which by the way, everyone's welcome to listen to. If you want to get the Afterthought Radio link, uh, hit me up at JoeBatanzaAfterthought.media. But the point I should probably put in my Twitter profile or something. But the point I'm making though is that um i can't listen to it i find it very cringy to listen to my old stuff i i get that way sometimes with um longer episodes but shorter episodes like small episodes like on the patreon i'm i'm fine with Mm -hmm. all right yeah no one can get through your longer episodes laurie like that's not just a you thing yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sure yeah how are your podcasts going nathan they're all right have you had many listener (laughs) <laughs> I would I would love it if both of you emailed me privately your numbers and I could see who had bigger numbers. Which one do you think is bigger, Lori? Bravo, Bravo. Okay, wait, Nathan first. Between your two shows, Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo, and um, Breaking Down Bad Books, which one is the bigger show? I imagine the Bravo. Bravo. The Bravo yeah. one, yeah. Do you think... I know my numbers. Jo- uh, what are your numbers, uh, Nathan? I don't be, pe- uh, do you feel comfortable saying this on the end? No, you go first. Uh, I think the last, our last episode, we had 500 listeners. Oh, that's pretty good. Good job. Thank you. Nathan? For, for Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo, we get about 1.5K per episode. Wow. Wow, is that true? That's yeah. awesome, dude. That's, yeah. Well, but you know, I don't believe in stats. Like, Wait, that could so be completely Bravo, wrong. Well, Bravo's very popular. Because I was yeah. just pulling a number out of my yeah. butt. I actually don't no. know my numbers. So What about breaking down bad books? Much less. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. People don't want to hear about books. But prob- by the way, Lauren... People do don't like to that- read anymore. Unless they're reading. I, but here, let me tell you something. So I tell this Nathan. This, make, this all makes sense. I go, oh, you, you've never invited me on any of your shows. And he goes, um, oh, do you want to come on breaking bad books or whatever? 
And I was like, oh, okay, sure. But meanwhile, he was like, he's putting me on the one that no one hears. <laughs> you know who you should have on Bravo, Bravo, having Bravo is Maria. She's a big Bravo person. Oh, oh. I think they're here. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh this is here very exciting. Go. We're going to get first. Okay, so for everyone listening in the hey, public feed, not. we're going to cut this because I know you don't want to hear it. We'll jump right to the... Um... Okay, on the public feed, we are back from Lori fixing her Peloton. So this week, the queens are inducted into the Kennedy Davenport Center for Shade. On the runway, the category is all glowed up. Jinx Monsoon and Trinity to Tuck are named the top two all-stars of the week and both receive a legendary legend star before duking it out in a lip-sync battle for their legacies. After all was said and done, Jinx was named the winner of the lip-sync, but no one got blocked, leaving all eligible for a star next week. Ladies, name two things I like about the episode, one thing you did not. Let's start with you, Lorian K. Peloton. Uh, <laughs> why don't you tell us uh, what you, th- what the two things you liked about the episode, the one thing you did not. The two things I like, I love the roast. I thought the roast was great. Um, mm-hmm. I, oh, what else did I love? Uh, I love the workroom, like the um, them talking. I thought that was fi- very fun. I mean, I, which is a thing that happens every episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I overall, loved, I just uh, that drag queen who hosted the show. Yeah, I loved the wigs. Yeah, I love the dresses, um, the pretty dresses. Yeah, I like the. I like the drag aspect of it. Yeah, I love to have men dressing up as women. Oh, and we have um, all genders dressing up as women, actually. I guess the main thing I don't. I, I guess I, I I sort of was hoping for like more of a change at the end, but mm-hmm. there really wasn't. It was just that they weren't blocking anyone, which kind of yeah. makes sense. So I don't know. That was that was the only. I I don't really have. I mean, I'm nitpicking at this point. I don't really have anything. Mm-hmm. You know, too too bad to say. I like I like the episode a lot. All right, fair enough. What about you, Nathan Brown? For me, I loved Wintergreen. I thought that was mm-hmm. so fun to see her come back mm-hmm. and to do the Kennedy Trey didn't like the session speech was just mm-hmm. perfect. Like, I would never have guessed that that's what I needed, but it was yeah. wonderful. And even, mm-hmm. like, in Untucked, Sarge is there in drag doing the camera work, so I thought it was fantastic. I also right. loved the balloon popping challenge. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do this every season, just like a reading challenge. I just love mm-hmm. seeing them thrust into the pit crew. What a hoot. Yeah. And the one thing I didn't like was the runway theme, because I feel like every time a queen has tried to do a light up dress, it's never worked. Mm-hmm. So it was weird for me. Like it was an odd choice to just be like, well, let's do a whole runway where it won't really work. And like they did dim the lights, but you still couldn't see. I, I just didn't like it. All right, very good. Okay, guys, uh, let's get right into the episode here. Uh, after the lip sync, Monet is thrilled to be in the Two Star Club, while Raja fumes that they're learning there is no plunger secret. Trinity points out Jinx has again pulled ahead, and Shay and Monet feel there are two spots locked in for the finale, Jada and Jinx. The next day, the queens are set to be featured at the Kennedy Davenport Center Honors Hall of Shade, and will need to come up with a hilarious row set about their fellow queens and the judges panel. To choose the order, each queen pops a balloon by by thrusting on a pit crew member, revealing a color of confetti, which corresponds with a spot in the lineup. The run of show is as follows. Raja, Evie, Shade, Jinx, Trinity, Monet, and Jada, with Viv as the closer. Let's start with Nathan, Nathan Brown. Uh, Nathan Brown, any thoughts on the on the opening act, on the, the next day in the workroom? Any big thoughts there? It was just fun to see Raja walking in with this whole secret of the Platinum Plunger knowledge. Mm -hmm. And, like, do you guys think 
if they ever do this format again where no one gets eliminated, that they will have a Platinum Plunger secret? Like, they will bring that in, right? I don't know. What would the secret be? I don't know. Well, it it could be knowledge about the next task, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how well that would help you. I mean, they tell them about the next task in the beginning of the episode and, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. them just having That's a little true. bit more knowledge of it. Yeah. Um, I, although I do feel like, yeah, I don't know what it would be, but I feel like that would be a smart thing or, you know, they can choose to do something to another girl, like take away time from, from them pre- prepping for uh, one yeah. of their times mm-hmm. or something like that. I feel like it. they probably won't do the plunger again because I think they've missed an opportunity with having the other person who didn't win the lip sync not have to reveal who they would have blocked. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that was always a source of drama with the lipsticks. Yeah. So I feel like they might go back to a lipstick sort of thing. But anyway, that's all hypothetical. It doesn't really matter. Well, I feel like for this season, though, I, I agree with you, but I feel like for this season, the I think the theme of the season has been to keep it drama free. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like not every nobody really wants to kind of be like, have it be difficult for them or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah. Although it's super embarrassing for Shay at the moment. Like, how cringe. That's what I wanted to talk about because I've been trying to work it out in my head, but they're like, oh, well, she needs to win two weeks in a row. But I, and I was thinking, well, even if she wins two weeks in a row, does, that might not even guarantee mm-hmm. that she is in the top four. Because you already have, let's say, pretend that this episode hasn't happened yet. You already have Jinx, uh, Trinity. Is Trinity have three? No. She only gets it this episode. Okay. So you have Jinx and Jada have two and three. I thought she had three already. No, you're right. So she only has, has no. Oh. Yeah, oh, Jinx and Jada right. have three at this stage, right? Which means two queens can match them. And so even if Shay wins, one person's going to win their third star. And then either one of the three stars already wins again and makes them four. Yeah, there's no way I can see. There's no math. If, unless they change things to a Mario Party style. I don't mm-hmm. think mathematically there's any way for Shay to be in the top four. Is she thinking if she ties for like a fourth spot in the finale, then then there'd be a tiebreaker situation? Yeah, she well she down. she even said that there or I don't know if it was her or somebody. I think they're planning on it being a tie a tiebreaker situation, but I think honestly, I think Shay, in my opinion, I think Shay's planning for like there being a, a star grab where she can mm-hmm. grab more stars later on. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to really go through this. So I'm, I'm. I'm writing everybody down, right? So Trinity has two right now, and then who else is there? Monet's got two. two. Raja. Oh, Evie has two. two. Yeah. Um, Viv has two. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, yeah. So then the last one is Shay with one. So like, if we look at this, if Shay wins. One more week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say let's say Jada and Jeeks don't win anymore. Okay. They're done. If she if Shay wins one more week, that means now let's say I'm just gonna go down the list. Let's say Raja wins. Mm-hmm. She has three now. Okay. But now Shay is tied with the other ones for two. Then we go into another episode. Yeah, there's no way. If then she goes into another episode, one of two things can happen. Either Shay wins again, and Jada, Jinx, and Raja win again, and they have four. One of them has four, and then she has three. Okay? 
Um, oh, I guess in that case, she would win. She would be in the top four. Um, but I mean, yeah. this is all moot because Shay is not going to, like, unless it's like a, you know, uh, be a, you know, surface level <laughs> accomplished person mm-hmm. in a, you know, a mediocre challenge challenge. Mm-hmm. She's not going to win. Like mm-hmm. she, she just doesn't have, she's, she's just definitely, unfortunately, she's just definitely the bottom. Yeah. So, you know. It, it, it's possible for her to win, but highly unlikely. At this point in time, yeah. But I think now. Yeah. Kaput. Oh, yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. Let's look at now. Because now Jinx has four, right? Oh, so she got mm-hmm. plus zero. Okay. So plus. And then Trinity has. Three. Um, plus one. And then Trinity has plus one. So now she's at. Equals four, equals three, equals three. Yeah, like, if Shay wins, the most she can have is two. But whoever wins is going to take that fourth spot. If it's someone who doesn't have it, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, Raja, Monet, Evie. Because right now it's at three, three. Uh, Jinx has four, three, three, and then the rest have two. Okay? So if Shay wins... And let's say you give it to Jada, well, now she has four. If you give it to Jink, now she has five. If you give it to Trinity, now she has four. And then the other ones, they'd be tied with the the, the three, but still, the, the most Shay would have is two. Somebody else will yeah. always have more. She, there's no way. She's out. I wouldn't be surprised unless, if they, yeah, they do unless more, they like do a the star Mario for a mini challenge. A, yes. Two stars yes. for one challenge. Yes. Yeah. yes. I thought 100%. that we might be going into that territory with this all-star rules have been suspended. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, here we go. And I was surprised yeah. it was just the ending of the blocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 100%. regardless of all of that, the thing that I think, again, is that she's not going to... Like, if they have a star grab mm-hmm. where they have, you know, you can earn you a grab bunch of star? points. Oh, somebody grabbed Star Lori. Call the police. Is it the Peloton instructor? I grabbed her by the pussy. Oh. What? Is she Okay. Yeah, she's fine. Oh, okay. Um, they left already. They left already? Yeah, they left already. They oh. were really nice. They didn't say bye to us. Um, yeah. They did. The oh. hot, the hot one that you guys liked, he he waved it. He waved at you guys, but Ooh. I had it on me. I had dead locked on me, so I didn't show you. Oh. You guys liked one of them? Yeah, they liked the tall guy, the tall guy. Yeah, the tall skinny guy. Of course. Yeah. So, um, even if they wanted to, they still had, she's, the, if they have a star grab, it still means that other, the other queens can still grab stars. So, like, let's say Shay gets three, let's say Shay gets four stars. Mm-hmm. Do we not think that Jinx is also going to get some stars? Like, there's no way that she's going to. I don't know how they're going to do it, but that's the tricky pickle they run into. Because if, let's say they do it, we're like, oh, for this one, you get 12 stars or something like that. Well, then, <laughs> what was the point of Jinx? Yeah. And Jada and Shay winning all those stars. Unless, you know, what could be kind of fairer is if they're like, you know what? Uh, Jinx and Jada and Trinity are locked in. But that fourth spot, we can do this thing where it's like eight stars for this and ten stars. Because then it's a little bit more fair. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I would feel pretty shitty if I was like, 
you know, the Vivian or somebody, and I was having to lip sync for my life against Shay, who has not brought it like over and above, at least, you know, basically the whole time. So the Viv better be in the top four just because I just cannot deal with her fucking bitching the entire time. <laughs> she is so sensitive, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Let's move. Lori, have you said everything you want to say about the top of the show? By the way, I had to look up who Solomon Giorgio was. Do you guys know who he is? Did you know who he was, Lorio? Yeah, Lorio. A- Lorio. Did you know who he was, Lorio? <laughs> Solomon Lorio? Yes, I did. <laughs> He's a great comedy writer. Uh, Has okay, he stolen really? any jokes? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah. Um. No, he's great. I, I, I don't know if I've heard him do roasts before, but I could be wrong. But I feel like this would have been a good one where Nikki Glaser could have been in because she was. I think they should have switched them. I think Solomon should have been in the first one, and he sh- she should have been in this one because mm-hmm. Nikki Glaser became famous, became popular by doing roasts. So, yeah. but yeah, I think he did a good job. Well, what I want to know is why they had Solomon Giorgio as a coach. He should have been there as the judge. He would have seen the roast and see if they did a good job or not. Yeah, well, yeah. they I had mean, this Ronan Farrow. No, you guys don't know. Ronan Farrow has a, a very vast comedy background. <laughs> yeah, sure does. <laughs> he's he's fucking John Favreau, who's uh, not John uh, Favreau. He's fucking um, John Lovitz. Oh, John Lovitz. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, John John Favreau's hot. This, now this is not yeah. John Favreau the director. This is John Favreau from Pots of America. Yeah. yeah. So you know, they're a co- they're a comedy couple. You know, I don't Ronan... think John Favreau the director is unattractive. No, he's not. But that's not who I'm talking mm. about though. But let me tell mm. you something though. He's definitely this, attractive. Uh, in chef. Yeah. Let me tell you this though. This Ronan Farrow is so tricky. Okay. Mm-hmm. He should go and kiss at the people at RuPaul's Drag Race. He is one of those people who's very angle sensitive. So there are some angles of Ronan Farrow where you're like, oh, he's a really good looking guy. Mm-hmm. And then there's some angles where you're like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> his nose. His nose is, yeah. is I mean, I, I, I fear him sneezing. That nose mm-hmm. looks so fragile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think he had a nose work? Oh yeah, I think he's he's got Michael Jackson nose for sure. Oh, does he? Well, you know what's funny? I can't believe we're ripping on Ronan Farrow right now. But it's so bad. You know I feel what? like children <laughs> will will be molested. It's funny that you say that because they, you know they were playing him make his comments during um, the runway stuff, and there, I have two things to say about it. One, his comments were way too smart for our the audience. Right? Mm-hmm. He was like, <laughs> he would say things like, uh God, he's hotter than a Faraday scale. And you're like, wait, what? What is what is, <laughs> yeah. like, like Yeah, Dennis this, Miller over here. Yeah, okay. This, this is like this this what this is more scandalous it? than the teapot dome scandal of nineteen nineteen. <laughs> and you're like, what? Like, his notes were like his jokes were like super like there was one where he made a joke about Brian Dennehy from the movie Cocoon. Uh <laughs> call Brian Dennehy and like can can come out of the cocoon. The other thing I was gonna say, I've just been doing it, is he sounds like a straight black man doing an impression <laughs> of a gay white man. Did you notice that, Laurie? He sounded like, you know, like Dave Chappelle doing an impression <laughs> of a gay white man. Like, yeah. She better put her uh, he d- clothes he d- back on. She's looking really he did kinda, He does kind of have, yeah, Dave Chappelle. He sounds like he took 
He sounds like an alien who yeah. came down and was like, how do white people talk? And then he watched a Dave Chappelle special <laughs> yes. and was like, yes. oh, this is how white people talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, like if there were like an Indian company that was making AI voices and like, well, we need like a really generic white gay man. And it was like, <laughs> make sure and buy this, this month's issue of GQ magazine. We have a special feature with um, Mia Farrow, my mom. She's going to give you a tour around the house. I love this roast of Ronan Farrow. That's great. Yeah. Well, I just, I love how he, like, couldn't even deliver the joke that he had in the beginning of his intro. Like, and it's like, oh, great. He's going to judge the roast. It was actually, it came off as creepy and RuPaul didn't comment. Like, RuPaul, okay, so everyone who does, he goes, RuPaul goes, and Ronan Farrow. And he goes, (laughs) hi, Ro, I've been bugging the shit out of you at the supermarket to come on here. Thanks for having me. And usually, usually she'll be like, oh, don't worry about it. We're happy to have you. And they were just like, okay, this week the girls. And like, oh. Yeah. She just started laughing. Yeah. Well, she, she just said, did that laugh. Yeah. She said, glad we could finally have you on. And I was like, yeah. yeah. It sounds like yeah. he was begging to be on and you were just Well, you know, he him. threatened yeah. her. He threatened her with one of his exposés. He's like, yeah. uh, be really, you know, I, I, I saw the other day that in 1996, you were spending a lot of time with some underage boys. Sure, it'd be a shame to see that published in GQ. <laughs> anyway, when can I come on the show? Well, at the grocery well, store. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's just one of those things where it's like she just RuPaul just doesn't know who he is. You know, not a clue. Oh, no, 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 no. RuPaul, I, no, 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 no. RuPaul knows who he is. He's oh, really? the fucking son of Mia Farrow and supposedly Woody Allen. Even though I do con- subscribe to the theory that's Frank Sinatra. No, um, that knows that knows is Woody Allen all the way. <laughs> Have you seen the side by sides of Mia Farrow and Frank Sinatra? Not Mia, of Ronan Farrow and Frank Sinatra. Yeah, but I've also seen his nose. <laughs> I can't get over it, guys. Now it's, I gotta see Ronan Farrow's bad. nose. Bad. It is bad. I I feel like he's 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 Let had some Ronan surgery. Ronan Farrow's nose. It looks like he has a normal oh. nose. No, oh, it does look a bit delicate. No, 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 no. You're right, Lori. Because I'm seeing an old one and a new one. You're yes, right. Yes, it's a he bit narrowed... Trinity the Tuck with the nostrils. Yeah, you know I what? You're right. I was saying that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I said it. I go, it looks like, it literally looks like Ronan Farrow could be Trinity the Tuck's son. Yeah, you <laughs> know what? what? Like. You know what? <laughs> I Lori. said that last night. Yeah, she did. I did. Star, can, star vouch for me. Mm-hmm. You're right, because I'm looking at old pictures of him, and he has, no, he has a perfectly normal masculine nose, and now it's like... The thinnest of noses. <laughs> Which is so funny. Yeah. Why do people want a thin nose? You know, I saw this uh, Top Gun Maverick yesterday. And I noticed that this Tom Cruise has a very prominent, I wouldn't call it a big nose, but it's a very prominent on the larger side nose. And he's considered universally a very handsome man, even with all the work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, And I know a lot of very handsome men who have big noses. Um, why do you think that I, I, I think women I, I, why do you think you this Ronan Farrell can, tell me Lori why does Ronan Farrell have a nose job probably because he's self-conscious I mean I think that I, I've never understood people who are comment on other people's noses like it just doesn't make sense it's like it's it's what you're born with who gives a shit like it's You've that height five minutes yeah 
No, yeah, no, wait no. Wait a minute, Lori. Wait, he had surgery on, that's on his nose. That's different. Lori, you've just no. Neither one of us noticed his nose. He's until had surgery you, on his nose. That's different. On an original nose. <laughs> on an original nose, I would not comment. But he's clearly had surgery Lori, on his nose. Lori, you texted me that he should change his name to Roman <laughs> Narrow because his nose was so thin. Yeah. Because he's narrowly walking a line of being a looking like a pedophile yeah. with that nose. Yeah. Uh, no. Wait, he, wait, wait, wait. Are pedophiles known for having thin noses? <laughs> yeah, the biggest one, Michael Jackson. He had a thin nose. I think I would think Michael Jackson had no nose. Well, Ronan Farrow's getting there. Uh, no, I I would say like an original nose. Somebody's original nose that they're born with. It's like the it, society makes you feel self conscious about it. You know, and and I don't I don't get it. I don't get why we, you know, it's like judging somebody based off their height. You know, I want the I want the record to state once again that Lori was the one that brought up Ronan Farrow's nose. But it's a it was done cosmetically. If you do if you do plastic surgery, I feel like gloves are off because then it's like okay, well then you you know you altered yourself. So I don't know. That's my that's that's the court of Lori. All right. In the <laughs> workroom, Viv runs out of ways to poke fun at her British roots while Jinx sees the finish line with three stars and a challenge that is in her wheelhouse. Shay needs to win the next two weeks, and the other queens share their strategy to make the final four. Trinity laments past Rose flops, and Jinx offers to help polish her jokes since Trinity helped her in the design challenges. On the main stage, the queens workshop their material with the hilarious, well, with Ross Matthews and <laughs> comedian Solemn George, Solomon Giorgio. Let's start with Laurie Rogan Camp. Any big thoughts on anything that happened in the workroom and the main stage with the workshop? Anything, Laurie? I was a little fresher with Trinity. I will say, mm-hmm. I felt like she kind of really let an opportunity go where Jinx goes, if you need somebody to like help you with jokes, if you need somebody to, you know, lean on me. And she sort of just definitely like looked over that and was like, oh, I'm not going to be doing, you know, and doing that. And I was just like, you're somebody who's, naturally funny who's this is their wheelhouse is offering you you know uh to help you why wouldn't you go for it mm-hmm. so that was the only thing that was frustrating me about that workroom I, I i think maybe off camera that she did get some help because she did well yeah <laughs> wait wait hold on Lori, how did star hear that she didn't she just said yeah <laughs> at the right time suspicious but okay go ahead nathan i'm sorry oh just saying yeah i think i think jinx did help trinity because trinity did much better than expected. Mm, I don't know. Jinx at least helped her shape the jokes, if anything. I don't know. Maybe somebody did. Um, but, uh, y- you know, maybe... It- I was just saying, surely they would have written jokes beforehand, right? They know who the winners are going on an all-winners season. You'd have something in the can. Yeah, and you could get you could hire a writer to do well, that, too. Well, there was one season, I think the one where Farrah bombed, where there was a rumor that they brought in a professional comedian who worked with some of them, but not all of them. You know, oh. um, yeah. So maybe they brought in a comedian to come in and help them, like just polish it up. Uh, okay, let's move on. Uh, it's run. It's roast day, and the queens are tightening their material. Shay knows it's now or never to make the finale. While the Twitter Alliance debates who to slow down with the final block, Jinx mocks the Twitter Alliance by pretending to strategize with Shay and Jada. While Evie and Raja bond over having two stars. Let's start with you, Nathan. Anything big on the runway day that you wanted to talk about? Not really. I do enjoy always seeing Trinity and Monet scheme. Like, even though it's mm-hmm. always pointless, I just enjoy that mm-hmm. there's one scene of that every episode. 
And I didn't notice it on the first watch, but on the second watch, I was like, wow, we're spending a lot of time on who to block considering there's no blocking. It felt kind of pointless. Yeah, I I wrote that down. (laughs) I wrote that down as a note. Laurie, what about you? Any big thoughts? Uh, I, yeah, that's what I felt too. I felt like they were, I felt like the producers were un, like, not, it was unnecessary for them to spend so much time on like, I, like Jinx was like, I can't figure out who to block. Like, what do, what do we do? You know, mm-hmm. whoever you block it, that, that's it. That's the game. And it was just like, okay. And then as soon as they mentioned there was no blocking, I'd be like, oh, well that was yeah. 10 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. Yeah. All right. I want to go back. I, I should have mentioned this back at the workshop for them on the main stage. One Ross's joke suggestions were so bad. Here mm-hmm. you have this like comedy superstar jinx preventing her jokes. And Ross is like, you should put butt fay. Yeah. And Jinx is like, I'll write that down. I'm like, oh, thank God she didn't say that horrible she, joke. Did you see the way she was doing that? I felt like she was writing it like, I know this is gonna look so great with the with the uh podcast but mm-hmm. i felt like she was writing it where it's like clear she's not actually writing it where she was like oh i'll write that down yeah that's yeah. great that looks yeah. great I, oh, yeah. oh, write down, okay. I will never say this joke yeah <laughs> like um, not even pen not even pen not even touching paper yeah like it's just like yeah let me write that down and then shay she was doing her jokes and i wrote down she's one of these people like she's actually not an unfunny person just talking but and i've seen this in stand-up comedy often is when actors do stand-up comedy but she was doing it where, like, she's going to teach you. She's going to Her stand is going to be that she teaches you, you know? And she's like, um, you know, Evie Oddly. I think it was the poet, you know, Maya <laughs> Angelou who said, and you're like, what fucking row starts with, like, quoting a poet, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it the was war, Cicero. The War yeah. of 1716 yeah. had many, many, <laughs> lost many lives. I remember you know, I saw this comic like, go up okay. once for her first time, and she was like, she brought up like a long quote. She was Kanye West says, and I'm like, <laughs> no, when Kanye West said nothing. All right, well, why don't we do this? We are overdue. Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we are going to talk about the rest of the episode. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would I do for an extra hour in the day? I'll tell you, I want to write more. In a, in a, in a previous life, I uh, was a writer, wanted to be a writer, all that jazz, you know, wrote things. And then it seems now that a podcast, which is a, a, a great creative outlet, by the way, I just write less. And well, I do write a lot. I just, I don't know why I'm going on about this. I write less. I don't write creatively as much as I want to. Now it's mostly just writing about RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever is coming up for the show. And if I had an extra hour, I would spend it writing. And that's what I would do with an extra hour. That's what matters to me. But what matters to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. I have benefited very much from therapy, and it's helped me set priorities in my life. Hell, the reason I am a podcaster full-time is because of therapy. It helped me realize where my priorities were. And I benefited from therapy, and I think everyone can benefit from therapy, and that's why I think you should give BetterHelp a try. 
it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's designed to be flexible. And you can totally fit it in your own schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's actually talk about the Hall of Shade roast. Uh, Lori, one of the reasons I was glad you were on this episode is that you are, you know, one of the most revered comics in the Los Angeles comedy, stand-up comedy, sketch comedy, improv comedy scene. You are an icon in that scene, and who better to have on for the roast challenge than Lori and Kay Rockenkamp. Let's go through um, drag queen by drag queen here. The first one up, I have my one word take on it, but the first one up is Raja. Uh, let's start with you, Lori, since you are the icon. What were your take on Raja? So I will say this. Yeah. I feel like Raja did a good job, but she she stumbled in the beginning, and I think that's why she didn't win. I think if she had come on with a little more energy, she did this thing in uh in the beginning where she like kind of tried to do her Eartha Eartha Kit voice a little bit, where she's like, you know, she said something like shade or something mm-hmm. like that, and I felt like that kind of took out a lot of the energy because it was a the the hard thing with roasting is you have to be very ba ba da ba ba da ba ba da ba. You have to stay on rhythm, mm-hmm. and when you go off that rhythm, it can kind of it throws people, and I mm-hmm. think that um that through her and it took her a little bit of time to get back up not a lot but through a little bit of time also i felt like i mean i'm probably gonna get hate for this but i felt like winter green mm-hmm. up until she started talking was funny and then mm-hmm. she did that kind of racist like rendition of uh, kennedy davenport mm-hmm. and it just didn't make sense and then i think it kind of like cut the the funniness and then it really caused Raja to have to kind of work that much more Mm -hmm. to kind of get the energy back. So what about you, Nathan? Overall, I thought you did well. I thought her jokes in rehearsal were funnier than what was shown. Like the, the Mm -hmm. rolling up a fatty, which is how they get jinx into the building. Like I thought that was funny. And so I was surprised that it didn't show Mm -hmm. up in her actual um, set, but I thought she, I thought she did a good job. And I liked the joke about her Uber driver having more stars than Shay. I thought that was fun. So I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Yeah. I just wrote fine. It was fine. All right. Next, we have Evie oddly doing her roast. Let's start with Nathan this time. We're going we're gonna to volley back and forth more. Nathan, what about you? You're taking Evie oddly. So the thing with Evie oddly is she's being so 
condescending to Shay about only having one star when she only has earned one star. So I think she's being fucking ballsy there. And Mm -hmm. she wasn't amazing, but her Jinx impression with the hairline did make me laugh. So she was fine. All right, Laurie. Um, so I don't know if you guys know, but I have a similar joke to what uh, Evie did with the uh, Jinx hairline. I had a joke when I got LASIK eye surgery for a while. I had a joke where I said I got LASIK eye, sur- eye surgery because I looked in the mirror and thought, yeah, I need to lose <laughs> glasses. That's what. <laughs> uh, Thank you. I'll be at the Haha Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Over there on Lancashire. For the rest of the week. Try the yeah. deal. Uh, I thought Evie was fine. I think they, they, they she was fine. She, right. she had the, the hairline thing was funny. Mm-hmm. I do agree with Nathan. I think that she kind of, she, she focused on Shay too much. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Next we have Shay Coulee. Uh, Lori, you know what? During the week, maybe you and I should do a deep dive. We'll actually analyze the jokes, but, uh, okay. but Shay, your big thoughts on Shay, Lori, we'll start with you. I kind of get what you were saying in the... I th- I kind of think you felt... Sorry, let me start over. You hit it on the head in the workroom when she was doing the... When she was with Solomon. And I felt that way here. I felt like she wasn't necessarily... It, it doesn't come from a place of like, I'm going to tell you some jokes. It's like, I'm going to I'm gonna present my myself to you. Or yeah. I'm going to teach you something. And it, it's... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't come off... She did a fine job, but it just didn't come off as like humorous or or jokey and it could have just been her nerves but mm-hmm. it, i i mean she it was acceptable but it wasn't extraordinary uh nathan yeah i thought it was pretty shit i thought her run with the skinny little bitch jokes like <laughs> needed a twist at the end like it just was like oh same 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 no payoff mm-hmm. so yeah i yeah. didn't enjoy it uh all right next we have down uh now the run we have next we have jinx monsoon uh, oh, wait, did you talk about Shay's, Nathan? Yeah, it was shit. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Nathan, let's start with you on Jinx. I thought she was amazing. Like, you mentioned Shay not doing it artfully, and I think everything Jinx said was presented so well. Like, the, the pauses, it just mm-hmm. flowed so well, and they were good jokes, so I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Laurie? I mean, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. It was a masterclass in... in- roasting in my opinion and also it was like she was able to take you know jokes that have been done before Mm -hmm. but put new life into them and so i i thought it was great uh i put i I, so on the ones that were good i ranked them and i put this one was the best i put this one was the best i Uh, mean head head and shoulders above i mean the the next person who i personally don't think is trinity but the next person who i think did a really good job I mean, in in a normal season, probably would have been just safe. Wouldn't even yeah. have been in the top, yeah. top two. All right. Next, we have Trinity the Tuck. Uh, let's start with you, Lori. So, I mean, I feel like this one, I don't think she should have won. I don't think mm-hmm. she should have been in the top two. I think she got in the top two because she was able to complete sentences. Yeah. <laughs> so, she had some funny moments. I will say mm-hmm. that she had some definitely had some funny moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but she definitely messed up a lot of her wording. Sometimes you could tell she was nervous and she messed, she would, you know, uh, 
like walk all over her laughs you know she would step on her laughs all the time she would um you know her timing wasn't great like just much like what I'm doing right now where I'm kind of you know having run on sentences and not really understanding where I'm at Mm -hmm. um I just felt like she it was towards the end it was kind of more concise but overall I just I didn't think it was that great uh okay Nathan what about you I thought she was really good. I would have put her in the top two. I didn't really notice um, the issues you were talking about, Laurie. Looking back on it, I can sort of see that. But I think she said jokes that have been done before, but I still found them funny in the moment, and I was having a good time watching it. So, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think I side more with Laurie. I think she was fine. She, she did jokes we've heard a million times before, which kind of lends credence to the whole maybe a comic came in and worked with them. She's done better than she did in the past. I'll give her that. Um, but I do not think she was even in the top three. I have a top three here and she wasn't in the yeah. top three. She was fine. She was perfectly serviceable. She, she that was, was also riding on the wave of Jinx. You know, yeah. she was riding the wave of Jinx. So she had that energy with her. True. Good point. Very good point. So, you know. All right. Next we have Monet Exchange. Uh, let's start with you, uh, Nathan Brown. Monet was my other top. I thought she was, she was great. I loved that it gets butter like run of mm-hmm. jokes. I, th- I just thought it was a good time. Yeah. Lori. Yeah. I thought she did. Okay. I thought she did. She was in my top three. Um, I love that. It's gets, it gets butter stuff. Um, I, I kind of was hoping for more, I don't know. I, I, more jokes, I guess. I thought maybe she would be the one who would sort of just be like, like, you know, f- flashing through them, just kind of going, mm-hmm. going, going. And I just felt like, I was just like kind of upset that she didn't do that, that she was just like, and honestly, I think what really screwed her up was that Trinity did well. Mm -hmm. Because remember in the, in, when she was doing it with Solomon, she had said she was going to come up for a joke where (laughs) she was like, Trinity's probably not going to do well. Mm -hmm. And so I think the fact that Trinity did well, she didn't really have a good comeback from that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she was great. I think she was good. She was in my top three. She was actually my third place. Um, but uh, she was fine. She was good. There were some parts that kind of lagged, and, and maybe she took a little too long to get there. But uh, she was good. Uh, next, we have Jada Essence Hall. Let's start with you, Lori Roggenkamp. Um, I mean, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. good. It no. was, but I will say that she she owned it. You know, mm-hmm. she owned it, and she took she did what's called savor. So in comedy when a joke doesn't do well, you kind of make a comment on the joke and then that's called a saver and that, well, that'll usually get a laugh. Um, and so her, her joke, her set was essentially all savers, mm-hmm. which, you know, isn't good, but she, at least she took ownership and she was like, okay, I, do, I know where I'm at and I know what, I know what I need to do. So yeah. good for her. Nathan but yeah, Brown? it was the worst one. And Brown? Yeah, bless her heart. She, it wasn't great, but at least it wasn't cringe. And I think, mm-hmm. Laura, you're right. The savers were funny. Like, it got funnier the worse it got, sort of. Yeah. So, but, it, you yeah. know, no one's going home, so who cares? Yeah. 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 On a different season, they would have been playing the shade rattle and all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff. But, uh, they yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Uh, it was just not good. And then finally, we have the Vivian. Let's start with you, Nathan Brown. I thought she was really funny, but not hilarious. I would have just preferred if she had done impressions the whole time because that's where she's strongest. So mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. It feels like she could have gone further. Mm-hmm. 
Maureen? I thought she did great. She was my my second my after Jinx. I thought she came from you know she came from Jada's mess. She was able to on the cuff come up with a good response to that as her as her intro. And then she, I thought she did great. I thought her joke about Trinity having one of her plastic surgeries explode and then kill her. I thought that was great. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought she, in my opinion, I thought she was, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm okay that Trinity won, but I, I felt like the, the Viv should have won, been in the, you know, the top two because she did a great job. I'm but. 100% on board with Lori. The Vivian was completely in second place for her. What's going on here? Stars. Do you have to go, Lori? Soon, yeah. But yeah, that's why I'm trying to wrap it up. Okay. Trying to wrap it up, Lori. That's why I'm trying to buzz through. I go like, oh god, Lori has to go, and she's like, let me give you a treatise on the state of, state <laughs> of comedy. I feel like Jada. I've actually oh. been. I don't know why my voice had to get so. I feel like I've been kind of. You know, mum's the word. I feel like I've been trying to be more succinct. So oh, yes. this is yeah, the full demonstration of the Peloton. You yeah, know. Dana, Lori's no, no, no. Like, I'm not talking on, about let before. me show you guys how a Peloton works. And I'm like, okay, you Lori. You're the one who asked me to show <laughs> you, insisted. you. Yeah, I you did were not. like, do you guys want to see how the Peloton works? I and we're did like, not. we're trying to do a show, Lori. Oh my god! All right, here we All go. Right. Now it's time for the looks. We're going to buzz right through these because Lori has to go. So it's just going to be Tudor Boot. No comments. All right. <gasps> Here we go. Uh, let's start with Lori. Raja, Lori. Toot. Nathan. Boot. Lori. Nathan. Mm, All yes. right. Next we have Evie Oddly. Uh, Nathan. Toot. Lori. Boot. Nathan, Lori, mm. all right, Shay, we're, we're tied like right name. now. Shay Coulee, Lori, two, Nathan, two, Jinx Monsoon, Nathan, two, Lori, two, Trinity the Tuck, Lori, two, Nathan, two ish. Monet Exchange, Nathan. Boot. Lori. Two. Nathan. Lori. Mm. Jada Essence Hall. Lori. Two. Nathan. Two. Finally, the Viv. Nathan. Two ish. Lori. Boot. Nathan. Lori. Mm. All right, and those are the looks. All right, on the main stage, RuPaul names Jinx and Trinity the Tuck, the top two all-stars of the week, and gives both a legendary legend star before announcing the Platinum Plunger have been retired, but still making them battle out and lip-sync for their legacies. The song Kings and Queens by Ava Max. After the lip-sync, Jinx is named the winner and pockets the 10,000 doulas. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Let's start with uh, Nathan Brown. Nathan Brown, any final thoughts on the episode? Anything we missed? Any final thoughts? You have on the lip sync on anything? Sure. I think the lip sync was a bit shit, honestly. I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. Jinx is running out of clothes because what she was wearing, she looked like the little lad that eats berries and cream from that TikTok video. I was like, mm-hmm. well, what was she wearing? <laughs> and I, I think you and Jay talked about this, Joe, the other week with 
like the physical mm-hmm. contact in lip syncs it's yes. just getting a bit uncomfortable yes i have it yeah. written down why, why was, was trinity, trinity touching blowing jinx? her yes jinx did not consent to that it was very uncomfortable Lori, any final thoughts on the episode Whoops. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I even though I don't think Trinity should have been in the top two, I felt like she should have won the lip sync. I, I thought she did a lot more than than Jinx, but that's mm-hmm. just I don't know. I think she lost um, it because of the the uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Um, Any final yeah. thoughts on the episode, Lori? Anything that you wanted to say that you didn't get to say? Uh, over oh this is this was brought up a couple of times and I was going to use it as one of the things I didn't like but I didn't know if if it would be too mean mm-hmm. but I'm just really not liking Ross I don't know if it's the season but I've just mm-hmm. realized that he's just not I feel like it's it's like upside down world because I like Michelle Visage but I I'm not liking Ross now hmm. so I'll keep overall. an ear out for that Lord Nathan um yes just on untucked there was a mm-hmm. moment where Monet. Monet suggests that she'd slept with someone in the cast, but it doesn't get oh, revealed right. who. And I was just uh-huh. wondering, like, if you guys had any ideas, like, who do you think Monet no, slept with? No, in the current cast? Yeah. Oh. Shay. You reckon Shay? Oh, no. They, they I were think... super complimentary of each other. Oh, really? No, I, th- I see it more as Trinity. Mmm. Or Evie? Oh, I would love to sleep with Evie. Thank you. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 7. So, for Nathan Brown, Lori Roggenkamp, and myself, sashay away until next week. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books and the other is called Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Finally, follow Joe Bettens on Instagram at Joe Bettens. Special thanks to our expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnes Yeshopinska. Alex S. April Pacheco. Sky, Brad Coley. Karina Williamson. Dave O. Dak Head. Elizabeth Timmer. Emma, E. Smith, Boastful Cake, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Anonymous, Lauren Eckert, Doofus Maximus, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stammen, Mercedes Muller, Nicholas Springham, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media Podcast. <laughs>